back with the Afterwatch. We're watching Food Wars. It's episode 21, That Which Is Known Yet Unknown. I'm Tim. This is Ashley. And uh, we'll get into the episode pretty quick here. Just a mm-hmm. reminder, subscribe if you haven't. Yep. And give us a review over and on the Apple Podcast. We, uh, we want to see some more reviews. Um, it helps with our visibility when we get those more reviews. I know that... Mm, uh, yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, yeah, just let us know what's going on. If you have any comments, questions, things you want us to uh, talk about here on the show, fictionalquestions at gmail.com is where you go for that. Mm-hmm. So we left off last time. Soma, everyone was looking over at Soma to see where, what he was up to, right? They're always yeah. looking to him like, oh, yeah, what crazy yeah. thing is he going to do? And what was he was like asleep. <laughs> yeah, he was like dozing off. So you have like Hayama and Meet Me, and everyone was like looking, like, are you kidding, Soma? What are you doing? So we come back and we see that that's going on, where he's kind of just sitting there while his food is simmering, right, or or boiling actually, I think, um, because what's going on is as soon as this a certain aroma hits. He wakes up, he comes to, and he gets up, and he starts cooking again. And uh, Hayama even starts smelling. He's like, oh, what is that? There's apples, what, bananas, carrots, or something. What Are you making a risotto? And immediately in my head, I went back to that, like, yeah. apple risotto thing. But this is something different. He's got boiled vegetables and spices in there with rice. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, so he's trying to figure out what exactly he's making, because it's supposed to be a curry dish, right? Mm-hmm. So even Hayama's like, you know, what are you doing? What is that extra thing in there? Yeah. And someone's just, just wait. You know, it, yeah. just, but we don't even find out this episode. No, we don't. It's not, <laughs> not, not even the next episode. No, because we're stuck. Well, stuck. But we're, uh, we're over in B-Block for yeah. the rest of this. Because they got them, uh, I don't know if you guys, well, you probably remember from last episode, but it set it up where they divided up everyone into two different groups, A block and B block. Yeah. And then four people move on from those blocks to go up against each other in, you know, the last rounds of the tournament and stuff. So right now it's kind of like weeding out all the <laughs> all the people who can't, can't keep up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we come back after the song. And it's those guys. We've seen those guys. They're picking on Megami again. They're kind of shouting, heckling her from the yeah, crowd, right? Yeah, those stupid guys. Why is it always Megami? Is it because she's an easy target? Um. Well, also because everyone knows. I think, you know, in this school, word gets around about how you're doing. And, like, mm-hmm. they know that she wasn't doing so well in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they think she's, like, some hick because she's from the countryside. Yeah. But also there was that thing that Hojo brought up about how some people know she went up against Shinomiya. And so there's, like, that question of, like, what is she doing? She doesn't look like she's got it together, yeah, but yet like, she can handle it. So we don't, they don't understand her. I think also just jealous, maybe. Maybe. She's a little more in the limelight than they are. Maybe they're jealous because she somehow pulled through and they think that she didn't deserve that. Yeah. Because she had Soma helping her in also, some of I those instances. Think, I think people are just rude. Yeah, some they're people are very, just rude. Because everyone's so posh at this school. Everyone's come from, a, like, a line of... Well, yeah, we like, saw that in the yeah, first episode. Exactly, and she comes from the countryside. It's similar, yeah. and it's like, I mean, I would say similar in Soma's aspect, but, I mean, she did come from, like, a like a, a hotel, like, a nicer hotel on that side. I, mm-hmm. It's a hotel, right? She's what? from... 
Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she run they oh. they run like a little hotel where they like make their food there and they serve. They're like Yeah. Like very big hospitality. Like that's yeah. why she's very good at hospitality. Yeah. But um I think because she comes from like a very small place and not something like high end from mm-hmm. a big rich family. Oh yeah. And she's uh, it's like it's kind of like frowned upon, which is I think weird. Because well, I feel I, like everyone else. I think else... we see that with Erna versus Soma. She kind of looks down on him because he's just from a diner. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. These people here, they're from like rich families, mm-hmm. and they just assume the worst about these people who don't have money, which is so weird. I think it's just uh, a way of classifying people and kind of putting them in their place. Yeah, which I don't. I mean, that happens, I guess, in in regular society too. Yeah, it happens in high school. I think yeah, exactly. a lot of people never leave high school. <laughs> well, I guess this is high school. Yeah, this is high school. Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. But anyway, yeah, it's not just them being mean to Megan me, and of course those what are those random dude bros <laughs> that are mm-hmm. always around from Kyokusei kind of talk smack to them and. And then, uh, you know, yeah, because they're not even like cooking. They're just up in the crowd, like running around cheering for people. Right. And they're going back and forth. They're going back and and forth, literally back and forth. It's kind of funny. But it's also that Hojo person that we saw before kind of giving her a problem. Like at one point, Megami runs into her. And, you know, Hojo's just like, oh, man, I thought you had something, but no, you really don't. She was like, that's rude to see. You don't know Megami. She's got everything. <laughs> but it's because Megami is pushing this thing out onto the stage. Oh, yeah. Right? And she's, like, pushing it very clumsy. She's like, oh. Yeah, she's she like actually. <laughs> yeah. She, like, loses control and falls on the ground and, like, slides out from underneath. And everyone's just like. <sighs> but when she pulls the, like, uh, like what were you? The, sh- the, the sheet off, off of it. Yeah. yeah. It's. This big suspended monkfish. Yeah. And, and everyone's like, oh my god, what is she going to do with that? Yeah, because I guess monkfish is the way that the, uh, it's very gelatinous and stuff, so it's hard to, to break down on a cutting board, so it's best to use uh, some kind of suspended cutting, but yeah. it takes great technique to be able to do that. Yeah. You can't just, like, it figure takes, it out. Yeah, it takes, <laughs> like, you need to be trained. It right. takes time. So they're like, who is this person all of a sudden doing something like this? Because they don't really teach this at the school there, I, I imagine, right? Yeah, they don't. Something, it's definitely something different. So Megami's kind of like calming herself. She's thinking about all the little lessons that she's done with Soma. Yeah. She puts asking, her like hand together. Yeah, like yeah. almost praying, like asking for bravery kind of thing. And, and just thinking, you know, calming herself down. They even t- bring up that part where, you know, Soma slaps her hands. That kind of thing, like just calm down and and just be in the zone, right? Yeah. It, we cut to nine years earlier. It's the littlest Megami. <laughs> she's like just a little, oh, yeah, little little baby Megami. <laughs> yeah, and she's running around and she sees that uh, a guy who's at the resort or wherever, like that the, the her parents run, right? The mom. Mm-hmm. Um, he can't do the cooking there at the restaurant anymore. He can't do the suspended cutting. Because he's older. He's, he's getting elderly. older and he just can't stand for that that long and mm-hmm. stuff, right? So, unfortunately, that means that that hurts the business side of things. Mm-hmm. So, she goes down to the docks. She takes it on herself. Little girl Megami mm-hmm. takes it on herself. Goes down to the docks and I mean, basically <laughs> badgers the guy into t- making yeah. him teach her how to do like it. Begging and, him, like, teach please, me. Please, please, sir, please, sir. And 
of course, the guy is like, okay, well, you know, you're going to have to do it. It's going to be really tough, and I don't want to hear any complaining. Of course not, of course. And she actually pulls through, even though you can see it's tough, and mm-hmm. she's not good at it right away. I'm sure no one would be, but she shows her mother that she can do it, and so they can keep doing it at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. But So we see how she learned how to do this. So it's actually Megami has all this, what, like long, (laughs) a a lot of training and stuff that she's Mm -hmm. got throughout the years. We just haven't really seen it because she doesn't really talk about it. When the girls there at the Kyokusei want to, you know, let's get together and have some cooking party or whatever. She really wants to do things on her own. I think a part of that is... uh, what, just her not wanting to lean on other people, her wanting to be able to pull through on her own merit, right? Because mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of that. It's probably when Hojo has said these kind of things, like, you can't handle yourself around, you know, you need a man or whatever, that kind of thing. It probably hurts her because that's probably something that she's been working on. Yeah. So it's even, like, pushing her button a little more. So, anyway, that's not actually where this episode is going, though. No. Uh, because the episode actually circles back on two different people. One we've seen, we've seen both of them before. One is the witch girl. Yeah, <laughs> she's weird. Versus Hisako, Miss Secretary, and uh, and of course we've seen that they both kind of vie for Erina's attention, right? Mm-hmm. Urara, she starts mm-hmm. introducing. All the judges, all the boys think she's so cute. <laughs> and all the girls hate her, right? Yeah. We see Kita. He's a, he's the, uh, what, head of this gastronomy club. All these elite members come. He's one of the guys. You also see this one guy who's Ando. He's this uh, author and essayist. They say these people are really tough, that he's actually, just with stuff he's written, has ruined people's businesses, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the first dish, guy goes up there. It's this kind of chicken tikka kind of deal. They're like, oh, this is so good. Mm-hmm. It's very representative of someone here at Totski. <laughs> He's like, oh, thank you so much. And only 33 points. Yeah. <laughs> and so the guy even gets kind of mad. He's like, what do you mean? You just said all this nice stuff about my dish. And it's only this. And he's like, I couldn't even imagine people getting 50 points. And everyone's like, whoa. Like, these people are supposed to give it up to 20 points each. Not 10 points each. And this yeah. guy only got 33 points. And then goes to the next person. There's like 20 points. One guy gets six points. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my goodness. This is not going well. And all the other people are just sweating it, like, in the B block. Yeah. All people that we know. But then, of course, the <laughs> witch girl <laughs> goes up there. And everyone's just like, oh my gosh, what is that stench? Yeah. What is that smell? And it's this pitch black laksa curry. One of the guys like, what is that smell? Is that is that kusia? So what kusia is, it's like this fermented water that's like fish water. Yeah. They've kept fish and stuff in. And so for years and years and years, so it just gets fermented with this bad kind of odor, fish odor, right? Yeah. And uh, so it doesn't doesn't seem good, and and I love that even like no one loves it in the crowd. Even Alice brings out a gas mask. Of course, she has a gas yeah. mask at the ready. He's like, I knew I was gonna need this. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, they're saying it's like sewer water and everything, and um, 
but the one, they look over and the one girl, the Ori, the one of the twins, was like about to eat it. And the one guy's like, you can't possibly be wanting to eat this. It smells so bad. He's, She's just, well, I'm supposed to eat everything. It's part of the deal. So she eats it. And all of a sudden she's like, it's delicious. I know. It Even though weird. it stinks, I can't stop eating it. And, and so the other people start doing it, too. And even Ishki is there is talking about how this uh, girl is some expert in simmered dishes, like dishes that simmer for a long time and brings out this really good flavor, mm-hmm. even though the smell is not great. And what do they name her? The Boiling Witch? Yeah. She literally looks like she's cooking in a cauldron pot, too. I think she is, yeah. actually. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just like, all right, they really went all out for this character. Even though they, they can't stand the smell, they're like holding yeah. their noses. They keep eating. I think then, her trademark is to make things like like a like Find a the beauty brew. in the in the grotesque or yeah. something like that. It's kind of something around that realm. But they give her eighty four points and it just blows everyone away. Like what? To me, I don't know if I could get past the smell. I think smells I think is smells like a big yeah, deal. Yeah, same. So I don't know if I could just go based on texture or taste alone. And also I wouldn't eat fermented uh, fish. Just that whole like thing months. just turns my stomach yeah, a little bit just, just thinking like, about oh, it. Yeah, just like, oh gosh, no. So then Hisako, turn, you know, it's her turn. And she comes up and uh, the witch girl is so ready. She's so happy that she's... Kind of like, she feels like she's kind of screwed her over because now, you know, with the smell in the yeah. air and all this stuff, it's going to even try to ruin the next dish that comes up because they're still going to be smelling her stuff. Yeah. And they had a, uh, a battle two years ago for Erna. And I guess the witch girl wanted to be Erna's secretary, you know? And uh, Sako's deal was like, if you lose, you have to stay, you know, there's some kind of <laughs> restraining order. Mm-hmm. You have to stay 50 meters away from Erina at all times. That's why we saw her up in a tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess she's still sending 30 letters a day, but she should have thought about that. She didn't think of everything in the whole deal, but Hisako won then, so that's why they have that arrangement. So this is kind of like the rematch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Sako comes up. They look at it. It's kind of like, oh, the broth. It looks a little thin. I'm not sure about this, right? Whatever this is. Mm-hmm. But then the Ondo guy starts eating it, and they're like, are you okay? And, and all of a sudden he, like, buffs out, like, this yeah. huge, like, kung fu guy or something. Kung fu. Yeah. And it, I guess what the dish does, it, it harkens to this um, Chinese medicinal cooking. Mm-hmm. It uses these four pillars of herbalism. It's this, basically a four-pillar mutton curry soup. And so they say that it makes the last dish look like a simple indulgence because it's very well thought through. And and it kind of, it makes sense. I was reminded of how a lot of this always circles back to Erina. Like, even though she's not even really in this episode, a lot of this episode is talking about her and mentioning her. Mm -hmm. And we see that why Hisako, why she was picked as her aide, as her secretary, because she makes this medicinal cooking stuff. Yeah. It's good for Erin to have because, you know, you think about how Erin has been the god tongue forever. And you, in at first that sounds really mm-hmm. cool. Like she can figure out everything and she can tell if it's good or bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just imagine having to do that since a kid, having to taste everyone's dish, whether it be good it's or bad. It's tiring and yeah. just like, oh my gosh, she probably just, she's tired of it. Yeah. And your stomach would get like upset. Yeah. 
And so that's why you need someone like this at your side making something that's going to heal you and nurture you Mm -hmm. and help you through all that other stuff. That's what Hisako comes from, a long line of this what herbalism, this medicinal cooking, and they kind of talk about that. But we even see that when um, the witch girl takes a bite of it, she's almost like purified. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny because it goes to, all of a sudden she's like instead of the cloak and everything, she's in this just scroll girl outfit. Yeah, that witch girl kind of just thinks of herself and how she can make a big splash and you know makes yeah. herself look good. This girl is actually trying to help others, and we've seen that. In other people before, I, I think Megami has done that before. Mm-hmm. When she's made stuff, she's Definitely. thought about the other people. Uh, well, that happened at the camp, right? Yeah. When she's like, you guys had to test all this other food, so I made something that would be good on your stomach, you know. So it, it helps her out because she wins. <laughs> 92 points. Yep. And uh, all of a sudden, you see... <laughs> does, <laughs> this is a good part. Does she change... I mean, does the witch girl have a change one, of heart? Yeah, once she realizes, like, Hisako has beaten her twice, she's like, man, I should be, like, praising Hisako. Yeah, big it's sister. Yeah, <laughs> big sister Hisako. Yeah, so, so do now, you think that that's, like, the new stalking that's yeah. happening? She's the new target? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, that's kind of where this goes and ends because after the song, the ending song, we come back and it's setting up Battle of the Brothers, the Aldini Brothers Mm -hmm. is next. I think these episodes go really fast though because it's a lot of... They do. It's a lot of the battles and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not a lot of setup, not a lot of drama. I guess there's the drama involved in the back and forth. But even next time, we're going to see a ton of different people's dishes, right? Yes. Anyway, we'll see how that goes next Mm -hmm. time. But until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. This has been Ashley. Take care, guys. Fictional characters. Am I am I getting through to you at all?